Hi, my babies. I know you all love listening to my voice every week, and I love each and every one of y'all for tuning in with me, but I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Spotify for podcasters. They allow me to record and edit all in one app. They have user-friendly tips and tricks, and they really just make it easy for a new podcaster like me. So if you're looking to start your own podcast, or maybe you're just looking for a new podcast to tune into, I highly recommend Spotify for podcasters. Welcome to Pretty Girl Vibes Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Michelle, and whoever you are, I love you already. If you're new to this podcast, hi, hello, and welcome. Nothing is off limits here, and you can count on me to run my mouth on just about anything. So relax wherever you are listening to this and enjoy my voice for the duration of this episode. Good morning. Happy Sunday. I honestly cannot hear myself. Like, one of my ears is what's the opposite of not being like it's not clogged but like I know there's a lot of pressure built up anyways I can't tell which ear it is um so if I sound congested I am if I sound nasally I am I have been fighting I don't know if it's my allergies or what but ever since I got back from New Orleans last been a week from today I have just been feeling like shit at first I had a headache all last week and my throat was sore now my throat no longer hurts. It stopped hurting around midday yesterday. I don't have a headache anymore, but now my sinuses are super fucking clogged and I have a cough. So I don't know what's going on, but I'm hoping that me relaxing today will kind of kickstart me feeling better tomorrow because I also did not go to the gym one time last week. So Tomorrow's going to be brutal. I'm going to get back into the swing of things, going to get back into my gym girly routine because I hit my weight loss goal before my New Orleans trip. And of course, I gained a couple of pounds because I ate very, very well. I drank every single fucking day while I was there. But now it is time to unbig my back before June. So I have a weight loss goal. I know all of the weight and stuff that I gained in New Orleans is just water weight. So I'm going to maintain that for the rest of this month. And then May, I'm going to hit it hard and try to get some extra pounds off. So there's not really a weekly update other than that. I feel like shit. And I'm I'm not going to say I'm sick as hell because I don't have a fever. I don't have my normal normal symptoms. When I usually get sick, I'm just, my immune system is fucking dramatic when I'm outside for, for too long. Um, it's currently drizzling here in Houston, which is kind of depressing because yesterday was such a fucking pretty day. Like most of last week, the sun was out. It was in like the mid seventies, low eighties. My best friend and I had a pool day yesterday, went to like an early dinner at Pluckers. I got nice and tipsy, was feeling good. I went to bed early yesterday. I got a lot of stuff done yesterday though. I will say that I was super productive yesterday morning. And then we had our cute little pool day, dinner date situation. Um, And then I went to sleep probably around nine o'clock last night, I think, because then I randomly woke up at four, which is how I know my body is conditioned to sleep between nine and 4 a.m. I woke up, it was like 4.10. My man texted me at midnight last night because he went to go to see the fight. I was two sheets in the wind at that point. <laughs> um, and so anyways, he texts me and then I woke up this morning 
because I keep my phone on do not disturb at night. So I woke up at four o'clock this morning and I'm like, mm, he's got to be up. Like, I just know he's up because he likes to stay up until three, four in the morning doing God knows what. So I called him and lo and behold, he was awake. He had just gotten home. And so we talked till about five, five thirty. And then y'all, and if he's listening, I don't really give a fuck. You remember how I told y'all a couple episodes back how he always claimed he doesn't do all of this stuff. Girl, this man fell asleep on the phone with me last night. And it was his idea, well, this morning. So we fell asleep around 5.30, maybe 6-ish. I think it was like 6.07 when he like woke me back up. But we slept on the phone. That was... <laughs> it's not childish, but I feel like it's very cute. Like, that's what you did in high, middle school, high school. But we never do that. And given that it's a long distance thing... It actually meant a lot to me because I don't get to sleep with him every night. Not that I want to right now. Y'all know how I am. Not that I, not that that's something I would want to do. Um, see, I'm sniffling already. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this whole entire episode. Or it's going to be rather short because my allergies, now that I'm up, up for the day, are really trying to be dramatic. So anyways, that's all of the updates. Those are all of the things. Um, this week... I have two meetings. Oh, y'all, that was the other thing. Last week, I had sorority meetings every fucking day. I didn't end up going to Colleen. I was supposed to... We had our monthly chapter meeting um, this weekend because of the regional conference that we had last weekend. So our regular monthly meeting got pushed back to the fourth weekend instead of the third. And so I just didn't have it in me to travel. And obviously, I've been feeling like shit. So... It just wasn't conducive to my immune system. I wasn't really feeling it in my spirit to travel three hours for a day and a half. It just, I couldn't do it. So I didn't end up going to the meeting, but I had a committee meeting of some sort every single day other than Friday last week. So I had a meeting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. No, I had, yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no meeting Friday. I missed our meeting yesterday and I have two meetings this evening, one at five and one at um one at five, one at six. So y'all just been busy. So I'm actually excited this week that I don't have a whole lot of stuff to do. I can kind of decompress. I think um I'm trying to convince my best friend that we need to go do Taco Tuesday and um happy hour margaritas this week because at a new place. Because we we be sending each other all this stuff on Instagram right here in Houston, and then it kind of just sits. So we have a unofficial official list of places and things that we want to try. And so I told her, I'm like, mm, yeah, some of the other Mexican restaurants around here that are right near us are cool, but we can do those any day. Like, let's go try somewhere new. So we might be doing a Taco Tuesday, Margarita Moment on Tuesday. So I'm kind of excited about that. But other than that, nothing major <clears throat> other than, you know, I'm sick. I'm going to sneeze at some point. I feel it. I fucking feel it. But before it comes, let's get into the motherfucking episode. So from the title, obviously, we're going to be talking about starting over. Um, And I'm really wanting to expand my platform and kind of expand what I talk about. My platform, as if there's not only like two people that listen to this. Whatever. I don't care. Fuck the imposter syndrome today. We're talking about starting over. And when I say starting over, I'm not talking about once. I'm not talking about twice. I'm not even talking about three times. If you have to start over 10 times, who the fuck cares? And that's the point that I want to make is I think it is so important to try any and everything. If God put it on your mind, I feel like 
you should at least try to do something with it. And I say this because this is how the podcast was for me. Like I say, for some people, this seemed very spontaneous. It seemed very random. But for me, it had been sitting on my heart and sitting on my mind for about a year and a half before I actually got that push and that drive and that motivation to just try it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the girls and stuff, and I'm very heavily influenced by the girlies on Instagram and on YouTube and stuff because it's like they were regular people. They're still regular people, but it's like they've created this whole community based on everyday things that they do or everyday experiences that they have, but they wouldn't have built that community and they wouldn't have that support and they wouldn't be tapping into new things if it wasn't for them trying what they're doing, whether that's being a content creator or being a quote unquote influencer. Like I know a lot of them claim that they didn't start out wanting to be that, but it's like, if you're making content, which is, you know, that's the the word of the century. If you're making content of any sort, whether it's on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of the things, you're doing it for a reason. You're wanting to gain some type of attention from it. And that's okay. Like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but don't negate the fact that you wanted to influence somebody. You wanted somebody to see your day to day. You wanted somebody to enjoy the experiences and know that those experiences that you're having are possible for. And for me, I watch a lot of um, African-American women. It's like, that's possible for someone that looks like me, for someone that identifies with me. And so that's why I say if it was put on your mind and it was put on your heart, it's for a reason, whether you try and fail or try and succeed, just fucking try it. And sometimes you just have to find your niche. Like, Find what works for you. Find the people that you identify with. Find the experiences that really pour into you and what makes you you. Because I feel like that's the only way you're going to really figure out if what you're doing is what you're supposed to be doing. And if you really enjoy even putting the time and effort behind an idea. Because that's all the that's all it is it's just an idea it's um what's the word I'm looking for I can't think of it right now my brain is not working but that's all it really is it, it, like it just starts out as an idea and then it blossoms into this whole ordeal that you didn't even imagine or maybe you did imagine that it would be but you have to try it first you have to get uncomfortable with the starting process and if it doesn't work who cares Do everything that makes you uncomfortable and then figure out why it makes you so uncomfortable. I feel like a lot of people get a little discomfort or get in uncomfortable situations. And instead of diving head first, they kind of run away from it. And it's kind of like, oh, no, that made me uncomfortable. So I don't want to do that again. Okay, but what about it made you uncomfortable? Let's let's look at that because it might not even be the whole idea that makes you uncomfortable. It might just be a piece of the idea. And once you tweak that, it's like, okay, cool. Now I'm in my zone. I feel comfortable. I'm in my environment. I can experience this a lot differently because I took the time to figure out why I was so uncomfortable or what part of that idea or situation or environment was bringing me me discomfort. And I feel like that ties into sometimes you just have to take your time and enjoy the journey. Yes. Do we all have an end goal? Absolutely. 
But then what are you going to do once you get to that end goal? Like, are you looking past that end goal or is it just that end goal? And if it's just that end goal, it's not, that's not going anywhere. So enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, enjoy the people, enjoy the discomfort, enjoy the, the experiences that come along with that journey. Because once you get to the end goal, that's it. What else are you doing? What else are you going to do past that? If you're even thinking beyond that, once you get to that goal, is that it? Like, what are you, what are you really trying to gain from achieving that goal? And are you going to build on it? Or is that just going to be the end all be all of it? And if that's the case, that's fine. I mean, nobody says you have to expand on your goal. If you reach your goal and like, that's it, that's totally fine. But then you look back and it's like, damn, I rushed so much and I didn't enjoy the experience and the journey that brought me to this goal that now that I'm here, it's kind of just like, okay, well, fuck, like that's it. And so it is easier said than done. And I find myself a lot of times trying to think of the next step instead of enjoying the goals that I've reached. Like there are so many things that I have achieved in my young adult life that I look back on and wish like, damn, I really should have enjoyed that life experience. I really should have enjoyed that environment. I really should have enjoyed those people that were around me during that time because now I've reached this goal and that was it. I'm standing still. Now I'm trying to look for other goals to reach. But it's like if we're steady writing down goals and setting goals for ourselves and only focus on the ending of the journey, you're never going to truly experience what it's like to put in the work, put in the time, fail, start over. None of that because all you're focused on is I have this one goal that I'm trying to achieve and that's all I'm focused on. No, wrong. Stop doing that shit. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy everything about it. The ups, the downs, the good, bad, the ugly, the indifferent, everything, the fuck in between. You're going to gain some people. You're going to lose some people. You're going to gain a lot of experience. You're going to have your highs, your lows, everything that comes with reaching a goal. And I think last year, that's something that really spoke to me because like I say, there are things that I had put on my vision board last year. Oh, absolutely reached my fucking goals. I mean, I thrived last year. But there were those few things that didn't come to fruition that I then had to move to my 2023 goals and vision board. But I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay that 2022 wasn't the year, wasn't the season, wasn't the environment for me to reach those specific goals. But in 2023, these first four months, almost going on five months, I've really been enjoying the process. I've been focused more on how to get to the goal and what it means to reach my goals than the goal itself. Absolutely. Once I once I get to my goal and I've reached it and I've maximized my time to get there, absolutely. I'm going to be very excited. I'm going to be proud of myself. But I also want to enjoy everything that comes with it. My my test, for example, was one thing that I put on my vision board um for last year. Failed it by four. If you're new here, yeah, I am sitting for my LMSW exam. Well, yeah, in May because I failed it in December. So I had to move it to my vision board this year because, yeah, I failed last year, but I still want that LMSW. I still want that license. I still want that letter behind my name. Is it going to 
take five extra months to get it? Oh, absolutely. Because I'm determined to pass that test this year. And May might just be my season for that. I'm planning to make it my season for that. I'm planning to manifest that licensure. I'm planning to manifest and pray for that extra letter behind my name because I worked so hard in school for it. But maybe last year just wasn't the season for me. I already had a lot going on. I started a new job. I got a new car. I just moved to a new city. December would have marked three months from when I moved in. May will mark seven, which is crazy to think about. But December just wasn't my season for it. And it's like, yes, I was upset, obviously, because there was money put into it. There was time put into it. I had to take off work for it. But I was okay with the failure. Like it wasn't something that I was embarrassed of for once in my life. Normally I'd be so embarrassed. I wouldn't want to talk about it, whatever. And at first I didn't because it was just like, I don't think it's anybody's business to know that I failed my exam. But now I'm thinking like, bitch, that's going to speak to your testimony when you do, when you can confidently say, I passed that exam. I put in the work to do it, it, what needed to be done to get that licensure, to get that letter behind my name. Yeah, I went to school, but this is that one, that one last hump that I got to get over to really like stand 10 toes behind what the fuck I'm doing and the work that I've put in all these years. And so if that means getting my license five months after my, my original plan to get it, then that's fine. I've been fine with it. I've, I know how to study now. I know how to answer the questions. I know what subjects I don't have to kill myself over. And the way my exam was set up is it go, it prints your, your result, like your unofficial results, so like pass or fail. And then it tells you what version of the test you took, um, how many, what percentage of the questions you had to get right in order to classify as a pass. And then it breaks down because we're tested over four major, um, sections in social work and so it tells you how many questions per subject were on it and how many you got right within each category and so for me that tells me that I don't need to kill myself over one but the the other section I may maybe need to brush up on some more and then the other thing is the test changes potentially from year to year and for 2023 allegedly they made it a little bit quote-unquote easier so am I gonna go into it lackadaisical Oh, excuse me. And not really putting forth my full effort. Absolutely not. I'm going to put in the same effort that I did in December, but I don't have to stress out as much as I did in December because I know what I'm walking into. But I wouldn't know that and I wouldn't have this level of comfortability if I wouldn't have failed in December. You know what I mean? So that's why I say like sometimes starting over is not a bad thing. Starting over is exactly what you need in order to tackle life and to face things head on and that's okay learn from those experiences enjoy the fucking journey have the delusional thinking that I always talk about act like you're the center of attention like make it about you so that you can uplift yourself and know that starting over does not necessarily have to be a negative thing starting over might be just what the fuck you need to really reach some of your goals and that's okay you don't even have to publicize that that's why I always say most of the time I'm taking my L's in private yeah, my close friends on Instagram knows about it, but like I don't post every little thing. And there's only so many people within my inner circle that really know what's going on day to day, week to week, month to month with me because I just 
I want to be able to sit in that uncomfortable feeling, in that discomfort and figure out, okay, what do I need to do to become comfortable? What do I need to do to lock the fuck in my zone to reach my goals? Because I'm not going to change my goals. I'm not doing that. I might change the time frame. I might change the specifics, but I'm not changing the goal. Because if, if it's a goal that I wrote down, it's a goal that I want to achieve, period. I'm just going to have to go at it differently. And that's fine. Sometimes you just have to tweak the specifics. You just have to tweak the details. And that's okay. But don't ever change your actual goal. Because if you wrote it down, if you prayed about it, if it's something that you're manifesting, go after it. You might just have to, like I say, change the time frame. Like I didn't get my license in 2022. But May of 2023, I'm going to pop my shit. I'm going to go into that test confident because I'm blessed and highly favored. Like I'm going into it with that mindset because bitch, we're passing that test. Not only because we're ready for it, but because this might be our season for it. And honestly, y'all, my test costs $230 every time I take that bitch. So like, I don't want to spend another 230. I, I really don't. So I've always, not always, but in my adult life, I have felt like if you fall down eight times, get up nine. If you fall down nine times, get up 10 and so forth. Because that that one time that you get back up might actually be the time for you. That might actually be your fucking season. That you get to experience everything that you have put into every little goal that you have set for yourself. You are going to be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor without having to be uncomfortable without having a certain level of discomfort, without having to question yourself because you did the work. You experienced the failure. You changed the journey. You changed your approach. So enjoy it. But don't ever let yourself get down and stay down. I'm not saying don't have your moment because y'all know I'm all about feeling the emotions. Feel your feelings, bitch. But get the fuck up at the end of the day because this isn't the end all be all. And like I said, if it was put on your heart, if it was put on your mind, then do something with it. Tweak the specifics, tweak the details, tweak the time frame, tweak the environment, but don't change the actual overall goal. Because if you wrote it down for yourself, if it's something that you have prayed about, if it is something that you want to manifest, then do the damn thing. Can't nobody tell you that your goals are wrong. Nobody's living your life. Nobody's experiencing your experiences. So let your goals be your goals. Because the moment that you let outside influences and outside opinions and outside people and other people's experiences hinder what you got going, then yes, you are planning to fail. Absolutely. It's your experience. It's your journey. It's your goal. So let it be yours and not theirs. I'm not saying that you shouldn't accept constructive criticism. You shouldn't hear people out. You shouldn't get feedback. But at the end of the day, if it's not something that you feel is conducive to what you got going, then fuck it. Fuck them. Who cares? Don't even let that be something that you let into your space. And that's why I always say I don't ever listen to the opinions of people who don't know me. If you know me and you're in my tight inner circle or I ask you for your opinion, then yes, I'm going to take heed of what you're saying to me because I know that you're coming from an honest place and I've said this before but if you're someone that doesn't know me oh my gosh y'all have to blow my nose but I really don't 
want to in the middle of this because the way that it starts and stops is just so aggy to me. So if I sound nasally, like I say, I can't hear myself. I can feel myself talking, obviously, but I can't hear what I sound like at the moment. And that's fucking annoying. But like I was saying before my immune system decided to interrupt our conversation, don't let the opinions of others hinder your overall goal or how you see yourself because 11 times out of 10 they don't know what the fuck you have going they on they're only giving an opinion on one part to the whole so don't ever let someone's opinion or someone's criticism or someone's feedback of you change how you feel about yourself now isn't human nature to to feel some type of way when somebody says something absolutely but you have the power to internalize that or not, or just let it kind of roll off, go in one ear, go in one ear and out the other, which is what I typically do. And I think it is so funny. Like most of the people in my life are like my line sisters. They just be like, Ali, you don't give a fuck about nothing. I really don't. And it's not like a conceited thing or it's not like a, well, I don't give a fuck type of mentality, but I genuinely don't. I feel like I spent so many years worried about how other people saw me and even still as an adult there are certain aspects of my life that I do care or I I find myself caring a little bit more about people's opinions than I should but for the most part I don't care what you think about me I really don't because I have come to the conclusion if you are not feeding fucking or financing me bitch your opinion doesn't matter I don't care you just running your mouth to hear yourself talk at that point because I'm not listening. So you're either talking to a brick wall or you're talking to yourself. And at that point, you're getting weird. I'm just saying. So I really have just taught myself how to, yeah, I hear you, but I don't really give a fuck about nothing you're saying because you don't know me for me. So your opinion means nothing to me unless I ask you, unless you know me. And even then it's still kind of like, okay, I'm going to internalize what you're saying, but I'm going to tweak it to make it fit what I got going. You know what I mean? So I say all of this to say, you really genuinely have to be your own testimony and you have to figure out what works for you. For me, it's daily prayer. Um, I haven't meditated in so long, but meditation actually did help my anxiety a lot, especially like first thing in the morning. But I'm not in an anxious season right now. I'm in a very prayerful season. I start my mornings with my devotions and I started sending them to my man because if you pray together, you stay together. Okay. And then I say my prayers at night. And it's almost to the point now, like I, I tell people or I have told some people I actually pray myself to sleep. And I think it's because I'm I'm so tired at the end of the day that I say my prayers and by the time I wake up the next morning, it's just like, bitch, you fell asleep before you say amen. But it's comforting to me. Starting my day, ending my day with the man upstairs is comforting for me. It helps me in this season of my life. On top of manifestation, I do my, my I did my vision board. I practice the lucky girl syndrome mantra. I practice the delusional thinking on a healthy scale. It's just what helps me. And I'm not saying that what I do is what you should do because I'm not you. You're not me. We're not in the same season of life at all. Even if we're having similar experiences, we are never going to be verbatim the same. But at the end of the day, I feel like you do have to be your own testimony. And that is the biggest 
aspect of starting over as many times as you need because that adds to your testimony. If everybody succeeded the first time, there would be no story. It would be boring. Like, yeah, you might have experiences to talk about, but it would just be this linear thing. I don't want linear success. Does it sound good on paper? Absolutely. Because it's easy. I think you become your own testimony. I think you truly appreciate certain goals that you reach and certain places in life that you get to because of the ups and downs, because the shit wasn't linear, because you had to figure out how to restructure your approach and restructure your experiences and really dig deep within yourself and figure out, okay, this isn't going right, but what part of it can I change that's going to make it fit my goals? What part of it do I maybe need to take a second look at that's going to fit my goals, that's going to speak to my testimony once I do reach that goal? And so I really don't find the fun in linear success. Now, do some people have linear success? Yes. And shout out to you, bitch. You're the luckiest motherfucker that I know. But for me, none of my success has been linear. And if that's one thing that I want people to gain from listening to my podcast, to my channel, is that nothing I have, nothing I will continue to have is going to be easy because I don't want it to. I don't let it. It's not that I purposely make shit hard for myself, but I got big dreams. I have a lot of goals that I want to reach at a young age to set myself up for the future. So it's going to be hard, but that's fun for me because I get to enjoy the failures. I get to enjoy the experiences. I get to enjoy the people. I get to enjoy the overall journey. So when I look back, it's like, damn, bitch, you really did the motherfucking thing and still came out on top. Shout out to you. Shout out to the man upstairs because that is all a part of my testimony. So if you get one thing from listening to me, as sick as I am, as shitty as I sound, It's to start over as many times as you need to and don't feel bad about it. Don't let other people make you feel bad about it because nobody at the end of the day is going to enjoy your end goal, is going to enjoy your achievements more than you. Yes, they might be happy for you, but they don't know what it took. Even if it's people that you vent to or that know what the fuck is going on in your life, they will never experience the same excitement that you did because you physically, mentally, emotionally went through it and came out on top. And so that that's all I got for today is to start over, regroup, be your own testimony as many times as you need to, because you're going to thank yourself so much more in the long run, so much more when you reach that goal. And so this week, I really want each and every one of you that listens to this, whether you listen to it tonight, whether you listen to it tomorrow, whether you listen to it next month, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, enjoy the experience, enjoy the people, enjoy the lessons that you learn each and every day, because that's all it is. You start over every day, whether you think about that in that way or not, you start over every day. In the mornings, you start your routine. You start your day in some shape, form, or fashion. So look at your failures and look at your life experiences like, okay, this is another day for me to start over. Let's start over. Let's start with a game plan. Let's get a routine. Let's get some, what am I trying to say? What is the fucking word I'm looking for? 
Y'all, my brain really does not work when I don't feel good. And it's not even that I feel bad. It's just I sound bad. I look bad. Like, I looked so pale yesterday. But anyways, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Like, tweak it however many times you need to tweak it. Start over how many ever times you need to start over. And be okay with it. Don't let anybody let you not be okay with it or tell you that it's not okay. Because everybody's shit, in my opinion, is a highlight reel. Everything that people show me is a highlight reel. You're not showing me the ups, the downs, the good, the bad, the ugly. And that's cool. That's your business. But I'm not going to make myself feel bad or less than because my shit doesn't match as yours when you not really even telling the whole goddamn story. You know what I mean? So going to this week, enjoying the process, enjoying the journey, start your day, start over every single fucking day this week and just enjoy it all. Don't take life too seriously. Literally. It's like literally not that fucking serious. And to me, all this shit is fake anyway. So do what you love. Do it to your best ability. I love you. Shout out to you for listening to me nasaling off for 30 plus minutes. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pretty Girl Vibes. I post weekly episodes every Sunday. And if there is a specific topic you would like me to run my mouth about, let me know in the comments or over on my social media. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel and tell everyone you know about the vibes we enjoy over this way. My channel will always be linked in the show notes and make sure you are following the podcast Instagram at Pretty Girl Vibes underscore podcast, as well as my personal Instagram at A Alley underscore, which are also linked in the show notes. Love you and see you next week. Yeah.